Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Give with the gravy, Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Kyle Gassett. Well, today's Community Focus is not so much a show as a party. And our hostess, Polly Jernigan, is someone who definitely knows her way around a punch bowl, order of platter, and dessert tray. She's the author of the cookbook, Good, 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 Selected Recipes for Party People, which was originally compiled 33 years ago and sold over 7,000 copies in a decade to eager hosts and hostesses across the country. Recently, the cookbook has been republished by the Arts Association of East Alabama, and to celebrate this new reissue, Polly Jernigan joined me on stage at the Community Cultural and Conference Center in Opelika for an interview before a live audience. Polly began the interview by telling us how she came up with the idea for the original cookbook. Well, to begin with, uh, my daughter married Mike Newman. They were sitting right here. All y'all know him. Know more about him than I do. But anyway, they <clears throat> moved to uh, Americas, and she didn't know how to cook. So she got along pretty well for a few years, but then she started wanting to cook because all of her friends did, and they would give her recipes and all that. And she'd call me and she'd say, Mama, these things don't taste like yours. I said, how do you make so-and-so? And so I'd tell her, and then another night or two, she'd call me again. And she said, well, what do you do for such and such? And I'd tell her, and that went on for quite a while. And finally I said, Pudding, I'm gonna just write all these things down and, and send them to you. And she said, well, I wish you would, and so I did. And I just started having so much fun typing. I pulled out my little uh, portable typewriter and started typing, and Charles was working late, and both the children were gone, and I just had a ball, and I got up to 400 and something pages, I think. <laughs> but anyway. She, did, she didn't mean to get all those. <laughs> she didn't know what she was in no, for, did she? No, no. But anyway, so I, a good friend of mine, Henry, uh, Henry and Cherry Jackson, we were with them one night, and I was telling Cherry Sue that I had gotten up a lot of recipes from Mary Rods. And she said, oh, and she's a go-getter, you know. And uh, she said, oh, well, we've got to have them published. And I said, no, I didn't write them for the public. I just wrote them for Mary Barnes. And she said, oh, no, we've got to make some money out of this. And, <laughs> and she said, uh, I'll give you a, an autograph party. And I don't know, I got to thinking, and <clears throat> after, she, after we got separated, I got to thinking, well, you know, Cherry may know what she's talking about. <laughs> so I got to thinking about it and got serious about it and told Charles, and he, he had printed his little, etched his little sketches in there, and I thought they were so cute. And I thought, well, I, I might do that. Well, anyway, I decided to do it. And then Charles said, you can't publish a book without a name. And I thought, no, I don't guess you can. So I, I kept Charles and Mike, Michael Newman every, every now and then. <laughs> And what I did, my food didn't exactly suit them. So one night I said, we're gonna to learn to eat. And so I fixed 
supper, and I said, let's just play a little game. I'll take the first bite, and I'll tell you whether it's good or not. So I took a bite, and I said, mmm, that's good. And Michael took a bite, and he said, yeah, Meemaw, that's, that's good, good. And Charles, sitting right there, remembers that he likes my food now, but he wasn't real sure about it then. And I said, Charles, open your mouth. And he finally opened his mouth, and I poked some food in there. And he said, Meemaw, this is good, good, good. <laughs> and I said, that's it. <laughs> A title was born. <laughs> that's it. And I really appreciated y'all. I mean, I was really flattered that y'all wanted to pull my books out from under the bed, but what was left, and put it together. And all these nice people that worked so hard trying to get one put together correctly. And uh, that's how it got started. Well, it's certainly delicious. <laughs> I, think, I think we can attest to that. And having so many people here today, everybody knows that it's, it's a great cookbook. <laughs> well, they're the ones that have been using it all these years. <laughs> well, that's right. So we have all the experts in the room, so that's good. Well, you being an expert, too, I wanted to ask you, partly for my own, my own welfare, what makes a good party? What do you think makes a good party? Well, <clears throat> the hostess has to want to have it. A lot of them don't. <laughs> but enthusiasm is, is the main thing. And if you have a good time yourself, your guests are going to have a good time. And, you know, just be yourself and have fun. And that's what I've always done. In fact, I always have more fun than the guests. Well, that's important. <laughs> well, now you all know. So. <laughs> They play like they have fun. <laughs> well, no, I'm sure they, they, they do, did. They do eat. When you were growing up, what were parties like, and what, were, what was the food like then? How, I'm kind of interested in how you, you came to your idea of what a, what a good party oh, is. We, we had a lot of parties, but I didn't even know anything about it at the kitchen because we always had a cook. But Mama loved to entertain, but her, that entertaining was so formal and big mm -hmm. and, you know, like that. But uh, I never had cooked anything when I married either, but chocolate fudge. Which is good. That's important. And I never had even, I never had even broken an egg. And so when Charles and I married, we were just children. And I thought, gosh, well, he can't just live on fudge. <laughs> so I learned to cook waffles and spaghetti. And Mary Sanford tell you the first time she came to my house in the Fifteenth time she came, I always had spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I learned, I liked to cook. I started liking to cook and collecting and, you know, just being in the kitchen. Well, Miss Polly, I have to ask you then, because you brought this up. What is a waffle witch? A sandwich a made with waffles. Well, there you have it. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> We're going to be giving you some recipes throughout the show today. And since you're probably as curious as I am about the waffle witch, here's the recipe. Take one cup grated Swiss or Gruyere cheese, one half cup mayonnaise, one quarter teaspoon garlic powder, three tablespoons minced onion, one cup chopped cooked ham, one teaspoon basil, a pinch of salt if needed, and of course, waffles. Mix the cheese, mayonnaise, and seasonings, add the onion and ham, set aside, Cook waffles and spread mixture over as many as needed. Top with another waffle and serve hot. 
has it been good for you over the years to, to, to see people learning to cook and taking your recipes and, and making them their own? Yeah, just let, that's what they should do. But uh, nothing in the book, and nothing, no disregard to Mary Barnes, but I tried to make them simple and short. <laughs> Two fine qualities. Huh? Two fine qualities yeah. for that. Because I don't like a long recipe that goes into every little pinch of sauce. You know, I just, she, she, she would say, Mama, it just doesn't taste good like yours. And I said, put some more salt in it. <laughs> I mean, you've got to use your own. Oh, sure. Little adding things and subtracting and changing things. That's the fun of cooking. Another important um, element I want to bring about the cookbook. There are 42 drink recipes in this book, which make me very happy, especially around the holidays, which are coming up. And I wanted to ask you, you've, you've got your Christmas party punch here, and I'll just read a little bit of, of what this recipe is. One six-ounce can of frozen orange juice defrosted, one six-ounce can of frozen lemonade defrosted, two and a half cups of pineapple juice, a half a cut quart of cranberry juice, ice cubes, and what you do is add water to the orange juice and lemonade according to the package directions, pour all ingredients into the punch bowl, stir to mix, add ice cubes, serves 50. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And what good punch deserves another. So just in case you have two parties in the works, here's another punch recipe. Ruby Red Frost. Soften one pint raspberry sherbet and scoop by spoonfuls into a pitcher. Add one and one-fourth cups sugar, one and one-half cups freshly squeezed lemon juice, and one cup freshly squeezed orange juice. Let this stand for a few minutes, stirring frequently until the sherbet melts. Pour the mixture over a block of ice in a punch bowl, along with one quart chilled cranberry juice and two 28-ounce bottles of ginger ale. Float scoops of raspberry sherbet on top. Serves about 30. Anybody have a great story they want to share, too? Oh, okay. My name is Susan, and I live down the street from Polly. And I had played bridge at her house and had these wonderful cheese balls. And so I thought, well, I'll just make them. And I had a copy of Polly's book. And so I started to make them, and they were a total disaster. So I just threw the whole thing out, and I thought I must have done something wrong. So I got more cheese, and I made them again, <laughs> and they were a disaster. They were just awful. They just crumbled. They wouldn't stay together at all. So I called Polly, and I said, Polly, I must be doing something wrong. And she said, well, honey, what kind of cheese are you using? And I told her that I had gotten the grated cheese, and she said, oh, no, 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 no. She said, you're supposed to grate it yourself. And I said, okay. So I went to the store, and I got more cheese and probably more flour and other stuff. And I got home, and here comes Polly up down the street to help me. So we grate, she watched me grate the cheese and make the cheese balls. And then she decided that maybe we'd have to bake one or two to see if it had the right amount of flour. Because in the cookbook, it's not real specific about the amount of flour. <laughs> and so we baked two or three, and, and Polly said, well, maybe we better just add a little bit of flour and cook a few more. And then we got out the wine. 
So we would bake a few and then we'd have a glass of wine and we'd add a little bit more flour. But I have got it down now. I can make them. <laughs> now we can't guarantee that you'll have Polly herself to come over and help you with the cheese olive balls, but you can certainly start practicing with this recipe. Cheese olive balls. Take one half pound grated sharp cheddar, one half stick oleo, one cup plain flour, red pepper a dash or more to taste, one six ounce jar stuffed olives, cream together the cheese and oleo, add flour and pepper and mix thoroughly. Pat a little pastry flat and wrap around the olive covering completely. Bake at 350 for about 15 minutes. Serve warm. I think another reason why this book is so great is because you know how to, how to throw a good party. Can you tell us about any party disasters that you want to share? I mean, just, this will make me feel better because I've had some doozies in my life. <laughs> Are there any stories that you want to tell us where things, things weren't so good and you were able to turn them around or help it out? Well, I don't think I've ever had a boo-boo. See? <laughs> 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 we should need a round of applause for that. Polly Jernigan is the author of Good, 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 Selected Recipes for Party People, which is available from East Alabama Arts. You can call 334-749-8105 or visit www.eastalabamaarts.org for more information. And while you're there, you can also find copies of the recipes we mentioned today. And if you're in the Opelika Auburn area tonight, the cookbooks will be available at Christmas in a Railroad Town at the Museum of East Alabama. This has been Community Focus. I'm Kyle Gassett, wishing you happy hosting. Our program is a public service of Troy University, and we now return you to Troy for the remainder of your news hour. Mandrake, Tony, Dora, Johnny, everybody eats when they come to my house. Pasta fazula fazulula. Do you have a bagel, bagel? Don't be so bashful, Nashville. Everybody eats when they come to my house. This is a party, Marty.